If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Crumbly, but good. Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome with great taste and fewer calories. Here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, I'm Mike. I'm Darren. And this is episode 88 of Irritable Dad Syndrome. Welcome. We're very excited that you're here. We want to thank our loyal listeners because the episode that we released last week, Venomous Beaver, was mm-hmm. huge. Yes. The one we did the week before that, It's Really Hard to Sex a Rabbit, yeah. was our most downloaded episode in one week yeah. uh, ever. And a lot of disappointed people, that episode wasn't what they thought it was about. <laughs> no, no, it was not. So, <laughs> we really want you to go to our website. Go to mm-hmm. irritabledadsyndrome.com. Sign yeah. up for the email list. If you look on the right side of the page, you can you can put in your email and you'll get updates from us. I'm really excited about it because the emails actually look professional. They do. As opposed to everything else we they do. They look way more professional Emails, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the emails are probably the most professional thing about this show. <laughs> but we'll, we'll have Certainly updates. Certainly not me. We'll, <laughs> we've got a lot of ideas for this show. Yeah. Things that we want to do, things that we're doing. And that's kind of a central place where we can get that information out. Also, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. All those fun things. Subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to us on. That would be great. And come hang out with us yeah. on Tuesdays when we record this beast. Yeah. You get to hear all the uh, the fun live <laughs> the with no quacks <laughs> and all the screw-ups. Now, I wanted to mention yeah. one other thing okay. about our podcast is that we have a brand new patron. Okay? All and right. I'm excited about this, and I'm a little concerned about this. Yeah. Because our newest patron, Eddie Pennington, happens to be... My brother-in-law. So yeah. there's a conflict of interest. So here. is he, how's he your brother? Who's related he to He is my wife's younger brother. Really? Yes. He's your wife's younger brother. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So he and mm. his wife, Gina, sat down and they had a conversation. They said, you know what? We love Darren. We love Libby. We love Darren's podcast. We want to contribute financially to this thing and we want to help him out. So they've decided to to do that. To do that, and they yeah. they're gonna uh, once a month they're yeah. going to donate money to this podcast. Yeah, this is where I'm concerned. Okay. I don't want this to turn into one of those things where, hey, look, I gave money to your podcast. I need to park my motorcycle in your front yard, <laughs> and then a year and a half, two years later, it's still there. I'm like Eddie, when are you going to get this Honda out of my yard? And he's like, well, I gave to your podcast. You can calm down a little. I don't want it to turn into that. Well, here's one of the fun things. Yeah, is that one of the perks in mm-hmm. the tier that they signed up for is yeah. the ability to vote on the title of the episode. Yes. So the very first opportunity that they had to vote on the episode, mm-hmm. we totally didn't do vote on the episode. <laughs> we just picked we just... venomous beaver and went with it. So I think we made the wise decision. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So uh, patrons, this is. I want to <laughs> let's have a fireside chat here real quick. Okay. I'm going to do around. this for 15 seconds okay. and then we'll move on. Sometimes we just pick an episode title because sometimes things come out that that's the title. Yeah. Venomous Beaver. We knew. Was the title. Yeah. Yes, there were options, mm-hmm. but we didn't want to give Chris Hughes. You don't give a baby matches for a reason. <laughs> no, you don't. All right. So when you have Venomous Beaver on the line, uh-huh. you use that. Well, the other option that was very close and was we're, hot possum sex. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that was but very close. But we don't want to have two episodes... <laughs> 
with sex in the title at right. the same time. Right. Right. Back to back. Yeah. So this episode, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about 80s TV shows like Airwolf, Knight Rider, mm-hmm. uh, Street Hawk, Blue Thunder, Voltron, and a national treasure. And I want to mm-hmm. talk about this dude, yeah. Enzo Margaglio. And yeah. I know I butchered that name probably but i found this dude on youtube we Mm -hmm. need to talk about him yeah if you don't recognize him by name you will definitely recognize him by his work something else we're talking about today is i have a brand new kroger story of the week that just takes the cheese honestly this is (laughs) one of the best kroger stories of the week and i I guarantee you if you don't like this kroger story of the week then i'll uh i'll give you your money back uh we have a new weekly feature right uh concerning songs i love this weekly feature and you are going to love this one too. You're going to get involved. This may piss you off. You may you may jump in and agree and say, "Hell yeah, you're right, Darren and Mike." You may not. We'll find out. And we're going to answer viewer mail. Yeah, that I love viewer mail. Yeah. So uh, let's let's get to it. Episode eighty eight. I mentioned that Eddie Pennington is our new patron, mm-hmm. and when you become a patron of our show, one of the things we've told you is that Dave Lay, our announcer, will record a voice message for you to put. On your phone. We've done it for Jason Durbin. We did it for Greg Bodas. We did it for Chris Hughes and Lisa Coleman Ferguson and all our patrons. Chris Michael. I know yeah. I'm forgetting somebody and I apologize. Greg, Craig Hull. We did one for Craig and Leslie Hull. Uh-huh. So this is the voicemail message for Eddie Pennington. Let's give him a call. Hi, you've reached the voicemail of Eddie Pennington. Eddie can't come to the phone right now. He's either working, taking care of his son Ryan, or doing projects around the house to get his wife Gina off his ass. Leave him a message and he'll call you back. This message has been brought to you by Irritable Dad Syndrome. (laughs) So yeah, if you want to become a patron, go to irritabledadsyndrome.com, go to Patreon. There are several different options to choose from. You can get one of the the less expensive ones, or you can go all the way, be cool like the Chris's, and you can uh, can financially contribute to the show, and we would deeply, greatly appreciate that. So I got. I want to talk about some '80s TV shows. I yeah. want to tell you how I how I got there. You know, I haven't told the listeners about it, but we're planning a trip. Uh, the family is planning a vacation. We're just going to go out west to various spots. Right. One of the places we're going to go is Monument Valley. Okay. And I was. I just did a search. I know a lot of movies were filmed out there. A lot of TV shows, things like that. Mm-hmm. And I saw that Airwolf was one of the things that was out there. Airwolf. Airwolf. <laughs> Previously on Irritable Dad Syndrome. You can disagree with me all you want, but you're wrong. You're totally wrong. You said Airwolf was like the most 80s yeah. badass TV show yeah. whatever of all time. Yeah. I got two words you for you. Street Hawk? A-Team. Okay. I never A-team. watched I didn't watch the A-Team. What? I didn't watch the A-Team. You didn't watch Nope. Nope. Were you abused as a child? Were you Nope. Nope. How did you never watch the A-Team? Didn't, uh, it was, it was too unrealistic. <laughs> the A-Team was too unrealistic. Sorry, we don't have a helicopter flying out of a volcano with, with like, with like laser on top of dolphins. It did have lasers in one episode. It had lasers. Oh, sure it did, In yeah. one episode, yeah. the computer got taken over by another The A-Team was unrealistic, but Airwolf was like dead on the money. You were out of your mind. Yeah. The- so I fired up the the theme song, and sure enough, in the opening bit, mm-hmm. there's you see Airwolf flying uh, in the little the little in, volcano into a looking, volcano. It's or okay, out of so the volcano. it's out of a 
a butte. A dormant. A, a, a hold butte. A hollowed butte. Is that what a butte is? A, a, a no. non-dormant volcano? No. A butte non- is just like a, a, a thing. Non-dormant. Non- That's active. <laughs> it's not a volcano. <laughs> it's just, it's a thing that I don't think exists out it's there. It's a volcano. It's not a volcano. This is, a butte, Air, a butte. Airwolf lived in a volcano, right? Okay. Airwolf, they showed it in a cave that only had an exit from the top. Okay. Some would say that's a volcano. <laughs> But for a volcano, you need lava and on the bottom. <laughs> okay. It didn't have that. It had a helicopter. Unless it's non-dormant. Named Airwolf. Uh-huh. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> in the process of watching this, I, I, you know, YouTube, the algorithm throws different videos at me related to the video that I'm currently watching. Uh-huh. And it had a video called uh, something along the lines of Brian Cranston yeah. and Conan O'Brien talk about Airwolf. Okay. Well, I have to watch this video. What? Oh, yeah. Brian Cranston was in Airwolf. Okay. He was in an episode as a villain. And he said something that you ever you ever have somebody say something about something that you love or hate, and it sets you back in your seat, and you're like, "My God, they're right." Yeah. Brian Cranston said this about Airwolf. He said in the '80s, it had the most amazing theme song. It would get it would go pumping. It would get you going. You'd get so excited, and you'd start watching the show, and it'd be like, "Oh, yeah, man, this is <laughs> this is not good." I'm sitting out there. Yes, no, it is good. I watched Airwolf, and then I started thinking about it. I was like, yeah, I really, right. I really yeah. only watched the opening theme, and then I just, <laughs> it would start going, and then I'd go to play with Legos or I'd play a video game yeah. or something. I never really watched the show all the way through. And the first time I watched it all the way through uh-huh. uh, was just a couple of years ago. I'm like, I'm going to watch Airwolf from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I remember the one part where the lead guy, Stringfellow Hawk, <laughs> is standing on top of a mountain. Playing a, a cello, cello yeah. at a bird. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what, what the, hell? the hell is this? But then I started thinking about Okay, yeah. so Airwolf is a show mm-hmm. about a helicopter. Yes. And these two pilots. So it was uh, Jan Michael Vincent. Mm-hmm. He played he, Buck. He, <laughs> and then the other guy was Dusty. Dusty, yeah. yeah. Um, Ernest Borgnine. I'm just, yeah, Marty. So my favorite part about them. <laughs> Acad- or, is yeah, Academy show, Award winner, Ernest Borgnine. <laughs> yeah. He would show views of them inside the cockpit. The cockpit looked about the size of this basement. Yeah. They had a whole bank of computers. Sure. And then you see the helicopter. And it's just, it just looks like a regular helicopter. But then it would show a scene inside. You got Ernest Borgnine Clearly with computers, somewhere else. computers yeah. over his head, all uh-huh. this stuff. But it was part of a group of shows in the 80s that were centered entirely around a vehicle. Yes. Airwolf was... Whatever problem is happening, it's quick. It's solved Get by an airwolf getting in that helicopter, yeah. flying out and shooting something. Yes. Another one was Streethawk. Okay. I loved Streethawk as a yeah. kid, and I started thinking about it. It's like Streethawk was a movie or a, a, sorry, a TV show. There's a problem somewhere in the city. Quick. Streethawk gets on Streethawk. I don't know yeah. which one was named Streethawk, the guy or the motorcycle. Okay. I think the guy. Got on Street Hawk. I thought, yeah, Street Hawk was the and motorcycle. He would ride the motorcycle through the city, and uh-huh. it was like sped up, like three. You could tell it's totally just a sure. dude on a like a like a, a huffy, a huffy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's on a BMX. 
He's pedaling. Riding through the city. They just sped it up. You're like, there's no yeah. way in hell. And he would jump over something, uh-huh. and th- they would win. They would solve yes. the problem. Yes. Blue Thunder uh-huh. was made to compete with Airwolf. Like, Airwolf needed competition. And Dana Carvey was in that one, right? He was. Yeah. No. Well, he was in the TV show. The original movie was Roy Scheider and the guy in um, Home Alone that had the spider. Macaulay Culkin. No, the other guy. Oh, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern. Okay. Spoiler for like a 50 or 60, <laughs> however the hell old this movie is, he dies what? Uh, in the movie. Oh, man. And I was upset that in the TV show, Blue Thunder, Roy Scheider was in there. They, the people that made the TV show, Blue Thunder. You're so excited. I am. The people that made the TV show, Blue Thunder, realized how stupid their own show was. Yeah. They're like, we can't have... A show centered around every time there's a problem, mm-hmm. somebody gets in this Blue Thunder helicopter, gets oh. up and shoots the Gatling gun at it, and it goes away. Oh, yes, so we can. they added a van. Yeah. If there was a van yeah. that would drive on the, on the streets below Blue Thunder. Uh-huh. Now, think <laughs> about this for a second. The whole point... Of a helicopter is the mobility. Right. And it can go anywhere. That's what could just follow somebody on the road. <laughs> now now it's going through the city following this van who's doing all the work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Voltron. You remember the cartoon Voltron? Uh, yes. A, a show uh-huh. about a bunch of dim-witted anime freaks mm-hmm. who have a problem. <laughs> Let's get in our mechanical lions. They have yeah. to get in the mechanical lions, and they have to run over the the blue lion has to run over water. Of the course. green lion has to run over trees. The yeah. red lion has to run over fire. The yellow lion has to run over urine. Urine. Yeah. Uh, and the the black lion has to run over. You don't want to know. And they all <laughs> they all join to make this. Like, oh God! To make Please. this stupid. Okay. By the way, while they're running, uh-huh. the problem is paused. It's just the meteor that was coming, or uh-huh. the. The Satan that was swinging the sword or the pregnant lady that's given birth, they all pause while these freaking lions are running towards each other to make this super robot. Right. And then he makes his sword. He goes, <laughs> and he swings it and hits something and it solves a problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm sure there's other shows, but there were so many shows. Right. In the 80s that were based around solving problems with their vehicle. Well, the Dukes of Hazard constantly. The freaking General Lee. Yeah. yeah. They would. Yeah. Yeah. And they would jump. And boss hog right? would there's, snort. Oh, there was, and there, there's like a. Was it. I think they followed the same uh, line. Or I think they followed the same formula. Yeah. Like the Incredible Hulk did. Yeah. Like the Dukes would have two big jumps yeah. an episode. The Hulk would hulk out twice. Yeah. An episode, right? At the end of Dukes of Hazard, they would always walk away with the piano music going. Mm-hmm. Or, no, that wait, was, that the, was Hulk. the Hulk. Okay. Yeah, the Hulk walk. Knight Rider. There's David Hasselhoff's whole career. Did it? Did it? Get it in this damn car. Germans love David Hasselhoff. They do. They do. Yeah. So here's the thing I end up watching the theme songs for all these. Yeah. And I found a YouTuber. Okay. I'm assuming it's a YouTuber. It's a guy that has his stuff on YouTube. His name is Enzo Margaglio or mm-hmm. Margaglio or whatever, however the hell you say it. Right. Listen, look this guy up okay. on YouTube. Now, I'm going to warn you. There's not a whole lot of Enzos. So if you just type E-N-Z-O. I just, I just noticed that every theme I was looking up, there was the Enzo Mar- Margaglio remix. Right. Ooh. So he took Airwolf uh-huh. and made it modern. Like in extended parts of it, and oh, wow. like the beat is like your bass is going, and it's like, man, I want to watch a show about 
Ernest Borgnine in front of a computer <laughs> flying through the desert to shoot somebody to solve a problem. Nice. He did it with uh, Night- the Night Rider one. Is the Night Rider one makes me want to watch a Night Rider. The Night Rider theme was badass. Now here's here's the problem. Yeah. He went way too far on remixing themes. Any theme that had an actual instrument, mm-hmm. like a horn or something like that, like the Rocky theme. Yeah. He he's only good with synthesized synthet. Synthesizers? Synthesizers. Okay. When it comes to horn, like Rocky one, it, it sounds like I sounded when I had my Casio trying to... I was like, come on, man. What are you doing? But the Airwolf one will knock your freaking socks off. Okay. The Streethawk one. You brought... Airwolf, the Airwolf one, hold on. The okay, Airwolf I'm one, not saying anything. The, the Airwolf <laughs> one, and I'm I'm saying this in all seriousness, it brought a tear to my eye. Okay. It was beautiful. Yeah. The Streethawk one. Again, same thing. Blue okay. Thunder was he did Blue Thunder. I don't even think people remember Blue Thunder having a theme or even Blue Thunder. Yeah, he did it. Uh, got to Knight Rider. It was amazing. <laughs> Watch the Rocky one, and I'm like, okay, all right. It's you like sh- when somebody's kid does something, and you have to pretend like it's good. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I liked how it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but man, they need to bring back shows. They don't do that anymore. Now they have shows with with. Like acting and character development. Well, they used to, like, you know, I work for Antenna TV and Rewind TV now, and I didn't, or I forgot that every single TV show had a one to two minute open. Oh, yeah. The facts alike. The facts alike. You know, and it's like, and then finally, advertisers and the show producers are like, you realize we could put three commercial breaks yeah. in this show in the time it takes us to do this open. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the earliest show I remember, and I'm sure somebody did it before then, was Frasier. Frasier just started. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I, again, don't you know? Don't tell me that I'm wrong because I'm certain that I am. That's the one that I remember the most. Yeah. Yeah. See, uh, they talked about that. By they, I mean Brian Cranston and Conan O'Brien, how this yeah. whole thing started. Yeah. They talked about the fact that in the 80s, the theme was mm-hmm. like the beginning half of the episode. They would have about six minutes of story and then the theme at the end. Yes. And Cranston's theory about that, and I agree with this. They would do the freeze. He said <laughs> back in the day, uh-huh. I don't know if you, I mean, it's hard to even remember, and we lived this. Back in the day, you had to be at the TV at the time to watch the show. Yeah. And he's like, if you paid attention, they had that theme. They turned the theme up as loud as the commercials were. You remember when commercials would come on, it would blow your damn eardrums. You'd yeah. be like, you'd be yeah. listening to what uh, what is it that Kit needs to blow up to mm-hmm. to solve this episode, or what does Airwolf need to fly through to solve this one? Uh, and, and then it would, a commercial would come on, and you would freak out. He said that was because if in case you walked away to get a snack or something, it's hey Airwolf's on, you know, to get you to come back. Yeah, and they don't do that anymore. They just start. Yeah. Boom. Because you stream everything, and who gives a sh**? Yeah. yeah if you want to watch uh, The Facts of Life at 3 in the morning on a Sunday, eh, go for it. Mm-hmm. Just sell the TV, whatever. <laughs> you'll end up on an FBI watch list, but you'll get to see it. But I yeah, I told you three or four weeks ago that I started well, – actually, I watched every episode of Ted Lasso on Apple uh-huh. TV, and that has an open – and a super cool theme song. And okay. I was like, finally, a show that has a really good theme song again. Because you don't hear that uh, yeah. too much anymore. Yeah. 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 You were talking about the the dude remixing all the songs. Yeah. Enzo Mar- 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 Holio. Margaglio. 
And uh, he put all that stuff on YouTube, right? I yeah. saw the most amazing thing on YouTube, and I put it on our Facebook page like okay. a week ago. Oh, okay. They took the Batman trailer, okay, <laughs> and they edited out Robert Pattinson and put in Adam West <laughs> and Burt Ward and Burgess Meredith. Oh, and no. who who was the rid- the original uh, Riddler? Oh, um, the uh, or no, the, the Joker, Frank, Frank Gorshin. Oh, Frank, Frank Gorshin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and. It is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen. And I was just, I remember I'm watching it and I'm just like, yes, yes. Uh, whoever did that, my my respect. You yeah. are, have earned my respect. <laughs> and you were talking about uh, Blue Thunder. Yeah. And, uh, and Air, did you ever Airwolf. see Blue Thunder, like the I movie haven't. or the no, TV show? No. The, movie, the movie is actually pretty good. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure those movies inspired... Top Gun, probably. Well, okay, that that's another point yeah. I want to make, yeah. and I thought about this today. Once top, they were all about the cool guy getting in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Once Tom Cruise got in the jet, I think movie executives all over the place went up. Uh, that okay, f- it, that's it. Yeah, Who, nobody's going to top Tom Cruise getting into a jet and saving America. Right. What are you going to do? Take you your Al Pacino you gets in a go kart movie. I'm just and getting flush warmed it. up. Yeah, yeah, just whatever. <laughs> Tom Cruise got in a jet. We're done. That's it. Uh-huh. Vehicle movies are over. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. When did that movie come out? 1986. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 1986. I'm in 1987. I guarantee there were no vehicle movies or shows. They're like, that's it. <laughs> that movie came out in '86. My son is 13, uh-huh. and I know he listens to a lot of the music that I listen to, and I know he listens to a lot of stuff that my wife listens yeah. to. Um, it, it, now, he has like a photographic memory. Okay. He really does. Yeah. So um, when a song comes on, he like knows all the lyrics. Anyway, he won't stop playing Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Alexa, play Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. Oh. Like, can't stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> I, I don't mind listening to it, I don't know, a couple yeah. times a year, maybe, but I don't need to hear it every day. Well, see, yeah, <laughs> he's at the age where you do, you find a song and you listen to it over and over and over. Mm-hmm. Irritable Dead Syndrome is proud to be associated with Newsly, the all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. For the first time ever, the entire internet becomes listenable, all in one place. Check it out. Newsly actually picks up articles about the most trending topics on the web and reads them to you in a natural human voice much like my own. I'm Dave Lay, and I'm in fact an actual human. And guess what? Our podcast, Irritable Dad Syndrome, is available there too. Listen to us every week on Newsly and afterwards. If you feel like grooving to another podcast, then knock yourself out. You can find trending podcasts from over 80 countries and digital radio as well. So stop scrolling and start listening. Download Newsly now. Just go to www.newsly.me and use this promo code. The number one, RR, another number one, then the letters T-A-B-L-E-D-A-D and receive a free one-month premium subscription. Did you, so do you have a song? Do you remember playing a song when you were like a kid over and over and over like that when you were in that, in those years? I could listen to my Sharona a hundred times a day. I can actually still listen to my Sharona okay, 100 so, times a day by the knack. 
So get the knack. Yeah, so I have two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One was Invisible Touch Genesis. That's a great song. Yeah, and the other was and I, we built this city starship. I don't care what anybody says. I, you know what? I'm going to agree with you. That's a great song. Uh, yeah, I wore that tape out. I yeah. saw a bunch of millennials fighting on Facebook about mm-hmm. how much that song sucked, and I'm like, you guys yeah. weren't You're even out of alive. Your mind. You're listening to what some jackwad said yeah. on the internet about yeah. that song. If you lived in the '80s, that song was badass. Marconi plays the mamba. Yeah, listen to the radio. Don't you remember? We built this city we built the city on rock and roll mother yeah bitch. <laughs> that's right you know who wrote that song uh starship uh a gray slick bernie toppin okay bernie toppin i'm intrigued yeah what else did he do who was bernie what, toppin bernie toppin i don't what know what else bernie did bernie toppin, toppin do he yeah. co-wrote every song by well almost every song by elton john oh that guy yeah let me hold holy on holy crap me, hang on pause. pause everybody go get something to drink go get a- let me make sure that i'm not inaccurate here god forbid This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Zipper Lube. Are you tired of wasting hours of your precious time fussing around trying to open and close sticky zippers? Well, have a seat, Tony. I have a product for you. Just rub some Zipper Lube across that annoying zipper and your problems will magically disappear. Easy up, easy down, easy all around. Zipper Lube, available wherever quality zipper-related products are sold. Now back to you, Mike and Derek. Bernie Toppin, Martin Page. Holy crap. Yep. I was right. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, welcome back. So, <laughs> <laughs> that, that leads me to a new segment that we're going to put in. Yeah. Uh, this week, and I'm dedicated to doing this every week, mm-hmm. I've decided that we need to retire some songs. Okay. Okay. There are songs, and uh, I'm not even saying this is a bad song. There are songs that are they can be amazing. They can be mm-hmm. great. But radio stations have beat them to death. Okay. And the first song that I'm suggesting that seriously needs to be retired is Jack and Diane by John Mellencamp. I agree. Now, I love John Mellencamp. Yeah. Okay. I seriously, I own every... I, I own every one of his albums. Okay. I even own the ones that he released before... Uh, American Fool that had Hurt So Good and Jack and Diane. Okay. Okay. They need to retire Jack and Diane. They with and they can what this is what they can do. They can set a date like mm-hmm. two two Fridays from now mm-hmm. at seven PM. Yeah. Okay. They're gonna have a thing where every radio station all across the world at the same time play the it out of it. one last time. Okay. Okay. And then they burn the copies. They they throw it out of the radio station. It's like goes okay. in the, like the vault, like Disney used to put movies in the vault. Exactly. Yeah. Now the, it's like you can still go online. You can still go on the Spotify and listen to it if you yeah. want. You can go on YouTube and listen to it if you want, mm-hmm. but radio stations will stop playing it, and John Mellencamp will stop performing it. Oh, that's what, and and I think he's sick of it because he's he probably is. He's, he's said gotta he's be tired. Of, I mean, yeah, and it's a great song. It went number one. It was his only number one. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes no sense that that's his only number one record. <laughs> Good God, you'd think he would have had more. Could you imagine yeah. if we actually went on tour with mm-hmm. this show? Yeah. And everyone wanted to hear Truck Nuts Troy. Yeah. And we did like 100 shows a year. <laughs> By like the 50th time, we tell mm-hmm. Truck Nuts Troy, be yeah. like, oh my yeah. God, come on. I man. know. Really? I, I got to tell this story again. <laughs> you guys don't want to hear something new? Yeah. Uh, did, have you heard that? But the, that's 50 times. I mean, he's yeah. played that song. Oh my how God. many times do you think, like Elton John, how many times do you think Elton John has played Tiny Dancer? 5,000? 10,000? Yeah. 100,000? Yeah. Man. I mean, it's like. 
you know, you got to be careful when you make something good. I know. You know, you like I. I need to be before I release this out. Mm-hmm. I need to be ready to play this for the rest of my life. Yeah. Now I wonder, like artists who are like just getting started, like in the sixties and seventies. Do you think James Taylor, when he wrote Fire and Rain, that he had any idea? Or Carolina in my mind that he would be playing that song fifty years later. I, you know, I have a weird feeling about James Taylor. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of thought that he doesn't know that he's James Taylor. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's just the guy. Yeah, and he just like shows up on stage and okay, <laughs> why and are all these people a, here? They put a guitar and he'd say, "Just sing into the the thing uh-huh. and the foamy thing." <laughs> you really think? And he plays the songs and uh-huh. then he just wanders off and they yeah. someone takes him home. Uh, have you ever heard going back to, to Jack and Diane? Uh-huh. Have you heard the the version of Jack and Diane where it's nothing but sucking on a chili dog? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> the entire song, the whole song, all is, the notes, is, sucking on a chili dog. It's a dude on on YouTube. I'll I'll show it to you. Like, okay. I'll I'll put it in our on our yeah. Facebook feed. Yeah, that's an unfortunate lyric <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to a pretty good song. Yeah. Diane's sitting on Jackie's <laughs> lap. He's got his hands between her knees. Okay. Yeah. 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 But anyway, no disrespect to John Mellencamp. I'm kind of sick I, of that song. I was sick yeah. of that song a long time ago. I, I I was one of the guys that if I saw John mm-hmm. Mellencamp and he started playing that song, I'd be like, Ugh. I'm going to go get a beer. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I've seen him live four times. I saw him on the Scarecrow tour. Okay. And then when I lived in Johnson City, the cable company down there had taken away MTV. They took MTV off. Yeah. And it was shy of people burning the city down. Yeah. <laughs> people were so upset that they took MTV off. People were throwing a fit. Mellencamp comes to town and performs a free Bring Back MTV concert, right? Yeah. So I saw him there. Okay. And then I uh, moved to Cincinnati and it was in 2001 or two. And they've made a documentary about this. He did a free concert in Fountain Square. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Just and he played like ten songs, and uh, it's a free show. Yeah. And he just says, "I'm not promoting anything. I'm not selling anything. Just I just want to thank you yeah. for all these years of, of of supporting me. Yeah. And this is the way I'm giving back. Yeah. So he does this free show. The Cincinnati Enquirer takes this picture of Mellencamp on stage yeah. out in the crowd. You can see me, and you can see Michael Flannery. Oh wow! Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so. That was the only time I've been on the cover of a newspaper. Oh wow! So that's awesome. And then I saw him on the was it the Cutting Heads tour where where oh, uh, come on baby take a ride with me I'm up from Indiana down to Tennessee and they that's the next song that'll be retired. Okay, <laughs> kind of beat that okay. way. Yeah, yep. So yeah. Hey kids, it's now time for Dave's comedy corner. Fred Flintstone used his feet to power his car, so why didn't he just run everywhere he went? This has been Dave's Comedy Corner, brought to you this week by Whoppers All-Beef Footlong Hot Dogs. Get a ruler and measure it yourself. If your hot dog isn't a foot long, they'll refund your money, guaranteed. I have a great Kroger Story of the Week. It's time now for the Kroger Story of the Week. I haven't had a good Kroger Story of the Week in a couple of months. Uh And I've told you before that at my Kroger, there is a cashier who has given history lessons. The history guy. Yes. Uh, He has talked about professional wrestling. He has talked about Andrew Jackson and the Confederacy. And (laughs) he has talked about when they minted the first nickel. I remember. Okay. And this, how you doing? Pretty good. You know, the nickel was coined and whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I'm walking through the store 
And I see him. He's I don't know if he was taking his break or whatever. He's walking in. I'm like, oh, cool. My favorite cashier is here. Yeah. So when I know he's there, I always get in his line. Uh-huh. He's not cashiering today. He is bagging. It's okay. fine. Okay. So I'm in line, and he's up there bagging, and he's talking to the customer in front of me about a whale. Something okay. about a whale. And okay. and and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm just I want him to shut up because yeah. I don't want him to get all the, the conversation out because I want that for me. Uh-huh. OK, because I have a podcast. The guy in front of me, I know, does not have a podcast. And I know he doesn't care about the cashier telling the story. Yeah. So I want you're gathering material. Exactly. Yeah. I, I want this. I'm I'm selfish. I want this all for me. But he's talking about a whale, hoping that he can meet this and something else and something else and whatever. I finally get up there and I'm wearing a Simpsons shirt. And the and he looks at me and goes, I love that shirt. That show is hilarious. I'm like, oh, thanks. And I'm like, oh, God, please say this Here isn't it. Here, Here it comes. comes. And, yeah. and he pulls out his wallet and he shows me a picture of his dog. And he says, this is Muffin. Okay. And I said, right. okay, cute dog. No, that's dog. a dog. <laughs> yeah, and he said, yeah, this is Muffin. And he says, yeah, Muffin's 10 years old. And I'm hoping that Muffin can live to be another 10 years old. And I'm like, well, that that's sweet. Yeah and, yeah, and I appreciate that. And he says, and if Muffin ever dies, when I go to heaven, I hope that the animal that Muffin introduces me to is Moby Dick. <laughs> I said, okay. What makes you think Moby Dick is in heaven? What makes him think that Muffin and Moby Dick run in the same circles? <laughs> I, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, and so then he starts going off about, well, not going off, but he starts going into this thing about Moby Dick. And did you know that sperm whales have teeth the size of bananas? I did not know that. Okay, and, now and, thank you for that nightmare fuel. And Herman Melville, when he wrote that, you know, he got it pretty accurate because uh, Moby Dick would not attack the whaling ships. Okay. Um, unless they harpooned him. If they oh. harpooned him, then that's when that's when he'd go to town. Okay. You know? And he's going on and on and on about Mo- Moby Dick and Herman Melville and and I'm just I'm just loving every second. Yeah, of it. Yeah. it was just fantastic. <laughs> and he talks until everything was bagged. I got my receipt. Uh-huh. And he says, Well, thank you for shopping Kroger. And I hope you enjoyed your history lesson. I said, I did. Wow. Thank you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so what we can walk away with is uh one, uh, we're pretty sure, well, according to this guy, that Moby Dick is in heaven. Uh-huh. And B Sperm whales have teeth the size of a banana. (laughs) And that's my Kroger Story of the Week. Awesome. This has been the Kroger Story of the Week. So, uh, Record Store Day. Yeah, you love Record Store Day. I do. Yeah, It's an opportunity to spend money I don't need to spend on stuff I don't need to spend it on. It's great. And there were a couple of releases. There's the contractually legally obligated U2 release. They release something every Record Store Day. So Mm -hmm. I got that. But I you still didn't things. buy all that you can't leave behind. I, I have it. I showed it to you last time you were here. The the new re-release. I don't want the re-release. I don't need the re-release. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. But you don't need any other re-release that you I have. I needed the Joshua Tree. Okay. And I told you I'm close to getting the Octung Baby because it's two different colors. But that's oh. that's a whole different tale. <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. I used to go to Everybody's Records, which yeah. is a local record store here in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They put a thing on their Facebook page a couple of years ago said, hey, we're thinking about just not doing Record Store Day anymore. I'm like, okay, well, then I'm thinking about not coming to your store on Record Store Day. That would be stupid right. if you're not doing the thing. Yeah. So I started looking Why for other record stores. Why would they not stores. do that? I, they didn't really give a good reason, okay. uh, especially since they totally do Record Store Day still. So I, I went to a place called Plaid Room Records, which is one of my new favorite record stores of all time. Yeah. And the way they do it is 
you show up stupid early. Cause I think I texted you, Hey, do you want to get up at six in the morning? Yeah. On a Saturday, go to, on a Saturday and go yeah. to this. So I went there and they give you a number and then they give you, you get a website you go to and they tell you which numbers are allowed in the store. They're only let 12 people in the store at a time. So my number was not going to be called for like another two hours. So I went to a completely different record store uh-huh. that was opening right then in Hamilton. Okay. I don't want to give the name, but I, cause I don't remember it, but I went in there. It's this group of people going in. Now I'm used to record store day, having banks of records that you, that you look through and you get your stuff. Yeah. They had two. That's, well, that most stores have that. I have more records right now in this room than they had for record store day. <laughs> And the guy's like, well, this is our new, our first record store day. I'm like, okay, that's fine. This is your first one. So I'm waiting for the people in front of me to get through. There's a dude in front of me with a fedora. I already do not like him <laughs> because he's wearing a <laughs> fedora. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stop it with the fedoras. Uh-huh. It's over. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. It should not have come back. It did. <laughs> you had your day in the sun. Get the fedoras back out of the way. Uh-huh. All right? He had a, it is April Remember 23rd. Tom Landry, the coach of the Dallas Cowboys, always wore his fedora. I, I don't know. Oh, I, I hated know. him. So it's April 23rd. Uh-huh. The dude's wearing a black leather jacket uh-huh. and a fedora. <laughs> and he has a mustache. Yeah. Not a Magnum PI. If you have a mustache, you either need to have a goatee that goes along with it, yeah. a beard with it, or, or the mustache needs to be Magnum PI quality or Ron Swanson. Or you star in a porn film. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. This dude is going through, and now I'm there for the U2 release. I mm-hmm. want to make sure that I get that. And yeah. I was concerned at the other store, I'm not going to be able to go in and tell people have been going through for two hours. All right. So, and I've missed it before. I've had to go to a different record store to get it. So mm. I see him. I'm glad pass. I wasn't there for that. They had, day. they had one copy. Yeah. And I see him go past it. Okay. And then he goes to the beginning and starts flipping through them again, which is a record store day faux pas. You don't do that. No. You go through once. You grab your stuff. You get your Prince reissue. You get your whatever the hell you want your guar your thing de- that you're there for. Devo 40th anniversary. And you go on with your life. Yeah. He goes through it again. The people in front of him have moved on to the rest of the store. He does this thing, and I'm the people that listening can't. I'm putting my arm up <laughs> like he's up on the wall. Like now the arm is in my way. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there seething uh-huh. with at anger. the fact that he is in my way. Mm-hmm. I can see the record that I want, and he has a fedora on his head. Yeah. <laughs> so I reach under his arm. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Uh-huh. Past the elbow, I grasp the U2 record, and he looks and sees my arm, and I said, excuse me, I'm going to get this record. And I pull it out, and, oh, oh, am I, am I, yeah. You are. You're, you are. Yeah. You're in my way. And you're wearing That's a where fedora. you are. See all these people behind me? You're in their way, too. too. <laughs> There's a whole sea of people behind me. You're in their way. You probably couldn't see them because your fedora was blocking your view. Okay, it was blocking your view of the people behind you, as well as style that left years ago and left you behind like a freaking. Yeah. I hate fedoras. Okay, a few years ago, we were on a cruise, and one of the stops that we made was in Mexico, mm-hmm. and we're walking around, and there was a guy selling fedoras, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, señor," 
And yeah. he says, you want to try on the hat? Yeah. And did he really say, hey, senor? He, yes, he did call me senor. <laughs> okay. He said, senor, would you like to try on the hat? Okay. okay. And I, I don't do a, a Mexican accent. <laughs> so I, I tried on the hat. And Libby says, I think that looks really nice. And Cameron says, Dad, that's cool. And Jacob says, you ought to buy that. And I'm thinking, I look like a total douche. Yeah. And I said, no. And and I'm like, no, thank you. And I took it off. And the guy wouldn't take it back. Yeah. He says, oh, no, no, no. You Whoa. need, you really need to buy this hat, oh, sir. I'm yeah, like, I don't want go. the hat. And I would hand it to him. And he would hold his hands back. He found a rube. And I'm like... I'm not buying the hat. He goes, oh, senor, but it looks really good on you. And I placed it on the ground. And I'm like, if you're not going to take it, here, somebody yeah. else could buy it off the ground, yeah. senor. I'm not buying this yeah. hat. I tried it on as a joke. Yeah. But like, again, I put it on. Yeah, I look like a total dork. Yeah, when I yeah. see someone wearing a fedora, mm-hmm. I you, you know, the like the skull cap things with a little propeller on yeah. the top? <laughs> it's the, I had the same reaction if I saw that. You know? I think a sombrero is more stylish than a fedora. <laughs> yeah, I just I can't take it. And it was one of those obnoxious Indiana Jones one. There was one man on planet Earth that was able to wear Indiana Jones's fedora. And that was Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. Yeah, and that's it. If you're not Harrison Ford, don't wear it. Yeah, it. it you know that type of you know the type of person I'm talking about. Now, you, know, you always have the like the leather thing that comes down with the bead uh-huh. under there, so you can. <laughs> So I guess when they're riding your horse <laughs> flies when off. they're when they're riding their horse in Cincinnati, <laughs> they could tighten their stupid fedora yeah. up on their their double chin yeah. and keep it from flying off of their stupid head <laughs> while they go to this stupid thing that they're doing with their stupid yeah, with selves. Their stupid hat. Yeah. So when my dad died, my dad always wore a hat. Mm-hmm. And he it wasn't a fedora, but it was somewhere between that and an Indiana Jones hat. Okay. And a lot of people joke that my dad, you know, thought he was Indiana Jones. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> dad could kind of pull off the hat. Okay? When you get older, you yeah. can. Yeah. You can when you're a certain age. When you're 65, yeah. you live in Virginia, you can wear one of those hats. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you wear boots, you can wear the hat. If yeah. you always wear uh, jeans, you can wear the hat. Mm-hmm. If you always wear a blue shirt, mm-hmm. then you can do that. So yeah. anyway, I have my dad's hat. Okay. It doesn't fit me, but I have it. And I was going through dad's stuff and he had an old hat box, one of them round okay. old timey hat boxes, right? Okay. I can't believe I just said old timey. I opened it up. Like the and, ones Lincoln used. Exactly. Yeah. It, and I have a fedora that my grandfather wore. Okay. And I showed it to Cameron and, and I told him, I said, you know, buddy, if you you know, ever want to wear they're like at school, if they have like old timey day or something, yeah. you can wear the Old timey yeah, day. If they have old, whatever. <laughs> it's in good shape. But yeah. if Cameron ever decides he wants to wear it out in public, yeah. no, no, you're not. <laughs> like one of those boat hats with a feather hanging out exactly. of it or something. Now, what is your uh, opinion on what's it called? The uh, like the newsboy cap? Like Sam Jackson wears the the hat backwards, the Kango. Uh, Do you like those? Because I have one of I those. I don't like those either. And I wear that in the winter. Yeah. And every time I wear I that, I get compliments. On I it. I questioned still hanging out with you when I first saw you wearing that because yeah. I was I had a reaction. I'm like, ah. Keep in mind, uh, one of the first times I saw you, you were wearing the Superman Batman pants. <laughs> okay, so. You oh. had pants that were Batman on one side, Superman yeah, on the those other. Those pants were badass. I don't know where they yeah, are. Yeah, and you, yeah, and you yeah. also have a tool uh, do rag, so do. you can't really badmouth. I don't know where my it is. Uh, my newsboy cap. Here's what we need to do. Okay, what's that? If we ever go on tour, I'll wear the tool do rag. You wear the the uh, newsboy. I'll wear the newsboy or the cap. fedora. Yeah, or something. I'm not wearing the fedora. Doesn't fit me. I got yeah. a big head. 
This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Trim Fingernail Clippers. Since 1947, the Trim brand has provided quality clippers to help make your fingernails look their absolute best. Oh, and here's a fun fact. Did you know that the Trim brand was founded in Shelton, Connecticut? It's true. Just one more reason to visit the Show Me State. Or is it the Nutmeg State? It doesn't matter. Now back to the show. Last Friday night, Libby and I had a date night. Okay. Or Saturday night. Yeah. Last Saturday, Libby and I had a date night. That was okay. you were with us, were we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We went on a double date with you and Bess. Uh-huh. And we went to a brewery. The beer was good. The burger uh, was amazing. Yeah. 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 I, I like the burger. Um, Libby wasn't crazy about her chicken sandwich. Okay. But the burger was good. Mm-hmm. It's kind of silly that it didn't just come with fries. I don't know why we had to pay extra for the fries. Yeah. And anyway, so we were on a double date with you and your wife yeah. while you guys had somebody babysit your dog that uh-huh. eats things. Uh-huh. Um, after that, you guys had gone home and yeah. Libby and I were talking. We were invited to some friend's house, the Durbans. Oh. They were having a fire pit at yeah. their house. What the hell with them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry. So, I'll edit that. No, out. no, no. Okay. So they were we, having a fire pit at their house. They were having house. a fire pit. When we left you, it was still daylight. Uh-huh. And we thought, well, what are we going to do? We got this time. So we thought, let's squeeze in a movie yeah. and then we'll go to the Durbans. Okay. We didn't pay attention to the time okay. of the movie. Oh. We, we didn't look to see how long the movie was. Yeah. And we also didn't look into our crystal ball and realize that the movie we saw totally sucked ass. <laughs> we went to see The Northman. So what is The Northman? Stars, I have not heard of this. The Northman stars Alexander Skarsgård and Nicole Kidman. It's a Viking movie. Okay, this oh, kid, when okay. he was little, his uncle uh, murders his father, the king. And the boy swears that he will, when he grows it's up, the Lion King. he will avenge, it's exactly, okay. exactly, he will avenge his father's murder mm-hmm. and kill his uncle. So he okay. goes out in the jungle and does some drugs with a warthog. He and a goes out and joins this clan. He he does uh, get on all fours and howl quite a bit. Okay. Yeah, he and his other Viking friends totally howl the Lion King. Yeah. And scream and just 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 okay. scream and it's just like two thousand percent testosterone. Why filled. can't I picture Alexander Skarsgård? What has he been? Uh, what else has he? You'll been have in? to you'll oh, have okay, to get okay. on the no, Google no, images no, and look. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's like blood splatter. There's just uh-huh. like swords impaling people yeah. and they're setting villages on fire and they're raping and they're pillaging and it's just a lot of a lot of screaming. And everyone has blood on their face, like the whole entire movie. Okay. And uh, spoiler alert, I hated the movie. Libby hated the movie. Yeah. Spoiler alert, he comes to the house where his uncle now lives when he grew up. His yeah. uncle has shacked up with his mom. Okay. okay? So his uncle's not home. It was and, a different uh, time back then. Yeah. Yeah. And he tells her, he's like, I'm your son. I've come back to kill my uncle. Nicole Kidman, like, gets close to him. Yeah. And tries to seduce him. And kiss him, and then they together can rule. And the guy in the theater behind me goes, "Oh come on, what the?" F-? <laughs> <laughs> as loud as you could possibly, and that was <laughs> that was the highlight of the movie. Okay, uh, it was it was horrible, yeah. absolutely horrible. And again, the movie went on a good 45, 50 minutes longer than it should have. We get out. And it's way too late to go over to the fire pit, and we're like, "Well, we've ruined our night." 
Yeah. So that was uh that was a wasted uh date night. It has Willem Dafoe so, in it. So yes it does. Okay. Yeah, and Ethan Hawke. Okay. So a total total waste of an evening. Wow. I do not recommend seeing the Northman. Yeah. Yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh I told you that Chris Michael yeah. is our neighbor. He and his yeah. lovely wife Mary, uh-huh. they live right next to us. Yeah. Uh they had what they called a bacon emergency. <laughs> I get a text, we're having a bacon emergency. Okay. We need aluminum foil. And I'd like, aluminum foil. I was like, have you cooked so much bacon that you have to wrap it up? And no, what they do is they bake their bacon on a sheet. What? They put the oven to 400 degrees. They put it on a cookie sheet on foil, and then they put it in for 20 minutes. I'm canceling their Patreon <laughs> right now. This is bullshit. They, what do you bake bacon? They Yeah, they, you, you put it in the oven, and they say that it comes out crispy, and they love it. That's the only way they do it. I have never done that. I have a griddle okay. where I can put all the bacon on at once. Yeah. And then and then I make my bacon on the griddle. I make it in the air fryer. We there's three people who make it. You make it in an air fryer? Yeah. It's great. Okay. It's wonderful. We had an air fryer. Yeah. And we sent it back. We hated it. We're the only people we have I know. Three air who, fryers. You have three. <laughs> yeah. How do you possibly have? Why do you have? Okay, so this is because of COVID. Okay, Okay, so we. I'm serious. (laughs) They they can't be next to each other. We just started cooking. We just started (laughs) started cooking at home a lot. I wanted an air fryer, so we got a Ninja air fryer, Mm -hmm. and I started using it for everything. Yeah, and then we wanted uh, the foodie was basically uh, a pressure cooker, and then also an air fryer. We got that, and I loved it. And then they have the Ninja grill which is a grill inside an air fryer. And when you grill steaks and things on the Ninja grill, yeah. it tastes pretty close to what you would do on a grill outside. Okay. So if you want to grill a steak in the winter or whatever, you can totally do that on your um, inside your kitchen. Yeah. So they have all these attachments, and one of the things in the uh, Ninja grill is this, it's basically a, a, a what do you call those, a freaking... Oh my God, like a wire screen. You put it in there, you turn the air fryer on, you put bacon, most of the grease yeah. falls to the bottom. Yeah. You know, it's like almost like a George Foreman. And then and it's you crispy. use that grease to make gravy. Well, you can't eat, I mean, it's, <laughs> there's a lot down there. Uh-huh. Uh, but then the bacon comes out like very crispy and okay. it retains enough of the grease to where it's still American. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. <laughs> American. Yeah. American. You, know, you, you don't want to get too much grease out. God bless America. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. I'll have to. <laughs> this portion of our show is brought to you by Pure Vegetable Oil. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I know my way around the kitchen. Whenever I bake anything, I use Pure Vegetable Oil. Why? Because I give a about quality. That's why. And I care about my family. So next time you're cooking dinner, if the recipe calls for vegetable oil, make sure you use pure brand vegetable oil. You'll taste the difference. Now back to the show. Do we want to talk about Uranus? <laughs> I want to know why you'd think... Somebody was that, trolling somebody. Why did they name the planet Uranus? Well, I've got two beefs with well, this. It's supposed to be... The gall. Yeah. Okay. S- somebody... On 
Mars should have named their planet. How vain of us Earthlings. <laughs> I have decided I'm going to name that planet yeah. and that planet and that planet. And that's going to be the name of that planet forever. Yeah. No, because people on Saturn probably have no idea that us Earthlings. Yes, right. That we call it something completely different. What if they call Earth Uranus or douche, douche nozzle or something? But, but Uranus is it's supposed to be Uranus. Okay. Well, whatever. see, that's there's always that, a dead yeah. When you have yeah. the, I, there's somebody right now in their yeah. car listening to this, like it's Uranus. That's not much better. Yeah, but Urine us and yeah. your anus. Yeah, you're still exactly. down in the lower quarter of the body. Absolutely. Just back off. But your your Uranus, Uranus is the only planet that's named after a Greek god instead of a, a Roman god. Am I right? I don't uh, know. There's don't Greek. Care. There's Greek god names for him, and I think right. Yeah, Earth is the only one that's not named after. Uh, Mafuzla or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't know. It just, I would like to think that at the time that they're like, don't you think that people are going to make fun of this name for years and years? They and, had and I'm to surprised have. that, that the Urani- Uranians, Uranian, the, the, Eurasians, the, the, the Ura- I think we actually have Eurasians on Earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the surprised. Uranians. It's like everyone's worried about Mars, you know, coming to attack yeah. us. You need to worry about Uranus. Yeah, they're gonna be wow. Yeah, that was a long walk to get to there. Well, I didn't even, I wasn't even planning on that. <laughs> they should have thought somebody's gonna make fun of this. Yeah, but couldn't you like? Let's I mean, name that planet Penis. They deplaneted Pluto. Yeah, can't they rename Uranus? Yeah, and that's something else. Who cares? Why they had a meeting? They got together and said, "Look, Pluto's really not a planet." You know what, Roy? You're right. <laughs> And I, I hate to think about it because all these years we've had it and we've taught all the kids. My yeah. very educated mother just served us nine pickles. That's how they remember the planets. Yeah. But now we're gonna tell we're gonna break everybody's hearts. So and it's know, sorry, kids, Pluto's no longer a planet. So we've touched on what an idiot I am in the past couple of episodes and about how what I past say is wrong. Eighty eight episodes. So I'm gonna say something that's probably wrong, but I don't care because this is partly my show. <laughs> and if you guys don't agree, then start your own show. <laughs> And refute me. Exactly. But I'm pretty sure, and like, for a while, I was anti-deplaneting Pluto. I'm like, mm-hmm. Pluto's a planet, damn it. We got Disney named a dog after it. Yeah. You can't deplanet Pluto. Right. But I think... Are you seriously saying... No, no. Because I, this, is, I, this see, is, I think this is where you and I are going to draw the line I see and the logic. on this. I see the logic. I think they looked out further, mm-hmm. and they saw other planetoids out there that are about the same size as Pluto. A and planetoid. they're like... They're like, oh, yeah. we're going to have to name all of them because no, you don't. Pluto's a you planet. You don't have to do anything. We've got to name them all. You don't I'm have to do anything. talking about a scientist. They feel like they have to. So I think they said, you know, it's really a planetoid or a planet Honest, to, to uh, or whatever the hell they call it. Honest to God. These really scientists, scientists I'm using with uh, exclamation points, yeah. they could have named Earth and that's it. Yeah. And nobody... Would have known they could have any been, different. They could have been <laughs> and just called it one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You know, it's and like, you're done. There's no point. It's like, who cares if there's other planets? <laughs> Not enough people talk about Neptune. I think Neptune had something to do with Pluto being deplaneted. You think because so? now Neptune is. You think they ran a smear campaign? <laughs> I think they did. They... I think Uranus smeared Pluto <laughs> with Neptune. They spread rumors that Pluto. Has been banging Saturn Neptune, right there through the rings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Neptune and Uranus started uh-huh. a schmear campaign. A schmear. A schmear campaign but, against Pluto. Okay. Saying that Pluto gave Jupiter that big red spot. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. They oh. saw what he did to Saturn. D- didn't have craters before, but now it does. Now it's got a big red spot. Uh-huh. And they're like, you know, Pluto's <laughs> going to come in here and wreck more havoc. Yep. There's something wrong with it. It yeah. bends to the left. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> we don't want anything to it do with that thing. to the left. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. If you see it in the northern sky. With the right telescope, you uh-huh. can you can see what's going on there. So they're like they deplanted it. Yeah, they say we don't need that in our in our solar I, system I know, anymore. But there was just a waste of time and, and money and research and and it really that's one of those things. Okay, so there's always there's this thought that if we ever have like if NASA ever sees an actual asteroid coming for us that's going to kill us all, mm-hmm. like in uh, Don't Look Up, I've um, actually finally seen part of it. I haven't I seen love the whole that thing. Movie. Maybe it's better just not to tell us. Yeah. I think they probably could have had their little sciency meeting mm-hmm. and the one, I think we need to deplanet Pluto. Well, I don't they, think we should. They probably should have just had that little discussion mm-hmm. and smoked their crack or whatever yeah. the hell they were doing when they came up with yeah. that and kept it to themselves. Yeah. Because I want Pluto to be a planet. How much money do you think they spent in telling everyone that it's no longer a planet? Well, they have the salaries of everyone involved in that press conference, uh-huh. and then you paid all that for all the debate going back and forth because you know there were like me yeah. in there saying, "Hell no, you're not deplaneting Pluto. You'll deplanet Pluto over my dead body." That's right. There may be a dead body of a scientist that did not want to deplanet Pluto, and they're like, "You know what? We need to get rid of Roy." That's right. Dr. Roy, I guess you would have to, <laughs> Dr. Roy. They're not just going to have Roy and NASA. It'd be a Dr. Roy. He's got one of them white stickers. Hi, my name is hey, Roy. He wore his red shirt that day. <laughs> and they just said, well, Roy, you're, you're in done. charge. Of, you're, <laughs> go tell the world that Pluto's no longer a planet and stick it in Uranus. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I mean, can they demoon the moon? It's yeah. called the moon. Yeah. They can't demoon it. Yeah. You know, every person uh, who looks at the moon dies. <laughs> Thank you for listening to uh, Irritable. <laughs> no, no, no. We, 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 we. Viewer mail. <clears throat> we have a listener, Jim Timmerman, uh-huh. who's a big fan of our show. <laughs> and I can't believe we spent 40 minutes <laughs> on Pluto. <laughs> I feel like we need to go back and redo the... No, we don't. That's what makes this show this show. <laughs> I don't want to hear about Batman. No, you have to listen to it. They talk about Volva exactly. in, in like 20 minutes in, and they go on and on and on about actually, how the... Actually, I like talking about Batman. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Viewer mail. We have a listener, Jim Timmerman, mm-hmm. who's a big fan of our show, has been for a very long time. Jim Timmerman rocks. And he does. And he wants to know... He's got two questions for us, and we're going to answer both of these. Uh, the first one, if we have any tips to better traveling both by air... Oh, and yeah. by car. Oh. Th- th- this is my solution. Yeah. Okay. If you're going on a trip, on a car trip, uh-huh. the best way to have a successful car trip is to leave your kids at home. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. <laughs> I, I have traveled. I used to, for my job, my previous job, I traveled a lot. So I don't want to bore everybody with with all my travel tips. I would say my number one travel tip is don't leave your wallet on the plane. No. They don't let you go back on. <laughs> don't put they toothpaste get, in your carry-on bag. They get very upset if you turn around and start going back down the jetway to yeah. the jet. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, flying in a plane, uh, bring your own headphones. So yeah. you don't have to pay the seven fifty for the ones that they have. Or spend whatever. some money. Exactly. This is, take it from your uncle Mike. Spend some money. Get some <laughs> bows. I'm just... <laughs> take it from your uncle Mike. 
Get some Bose noise canceling uh-huh. earbuds. I mean, some people do the over ears. Uh-huh. They are worth. The, if you're going to travel by plane yeah. more than two or three times a year, yeah, they are worth their weight in gold because you see the screaming kid over here, mm-hmm. the person being duct taped to the seat over there. <laughs> Mike you Tyson put these on. clobbering a guy over there, <laughs> and you're yeah. like, you're over there listening to Collective Soul. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You put these things on, and all of a sudden, it's like watching a silent movie. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tyson. My others. My other tip for traveling by plane mm-hmm. is to pack a lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Bring some food, man. <laughs> Take some snacks. I don't care if it's crackers, cereal bars. Yeah. If you pack a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, something in your overnight bag, because when you get to the airplane, there's gonna be a flipping forty-five minute line at the oh, Burger King. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get through there. Yeah. You're not going to get your food. You're going to be starving. So pack some food. Yeah. Thank you. Our second question from Jim. Okay, Jim Timmerman, our second question. Uh, he sent me a menu item from this place that sells bee cakes. And these are... Bee cakes? Bee cakes. B-E-E cakes. Okay. A bee, a bee. These, these are supposed to be pancakes, but they're delicious gluten-free pancakes made with almond milk, quinoa, and buckwheat oh, flour. Who farted? Yeah. Quinoa? Quinoa. It's Get pronounced quinoa yeah. out of my pancake. Pronounced quinoa. Quinoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, the quinoa. <laughs> uh, a single one's four fifty. You can get a stack of two for eight seventy five. His question. His question is: Does two really constitute a stack? <laughs> no, I don't think so. No. If I tell you I'm going to give you a stack of bills and, and then I give you two <laughs> bucks, you're going to be like, yeah. "What the?" <laughs> right. I know. I, no. Yeah. I agree with him. You can't say that two. Is a stack. Yeah. So what does constitute a stack? I think it's got to be three or more. Yeah, I mean, or what is, are we talking? Or, or do you measure it in inches? If I mean, or, we're, are we stacking kilometers? elephants? If we're stacking yeah. elephants, I agree with you. It's three or more. <laughs> but if we're stacking dollar bills, I'm still, you know, I'm, I need at least a hundred. Yeah. Before I call that a stack. Yeah. But I wouldn't need a hundred elephants. You wouldn't have to back them in here. No, and, no, no. That's no. you clearly have a problem at that yes, point. You don't yes, have a stack. You do. Uh, I agree that two does not constitute a stack, but I don't know where stack begins because I think that's something that you have to measure uh, in inches. Can you stack water? It just no. kind of falls off to the... No, you cannot stack there. water. Yeah. yeah. That's a stupid question. Yeah, and boy, this really petered out. We want to thank you <laughs> was for Was that his last question? That was his last question. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, kids, we want to thank you for listening to Irritable Dad Syndrome, episode 88. We've had a lot of fun. We thank you for taking this journey with us. We hope that you are here next week. And in the meantime, we want you to go to irritabledadsyndrome.com and uh, look up Patreon. And we want you to go Sign to the email. Sign up for our email, email list. Sign up yeah. for the email. Subscribe and like. And I'm going to say this again. We're working on our best of year two episode. Oh, dear God. I want you to yeah. send us an email, a message. Let us know what your favorite segments were yeah. for the show. Yeah. Because, listen, li- and I'm talking to you. Not you, Mike, but I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. listener of the show. If you listen to the best of season two and say, I can't believe he didn't mention the time that his son got his driver's license. Yeah, sorry. I don't want to hear you bitch. Sorry. Because you yeah. didn't get here and tell me what your request was. Yeah. Okay? So if you don't tell us what you like, I don't want to hear you nagging about it. Do you yeah. understand me, yeah. punk? Okay. Get off your ass and type something. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Real Dancer. <laughs> Before we go, here's a quick reminder. Don't forget to adjust your clock one hour. Thanks, and we'll see you later, Crocodile.
After a while, alligator. 